0: Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques, nah, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity, and if it's the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. All right, welcome to another episode of Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We have Brent Terhune here. We were lucky enough to get Brent Terhune. It's rare. Let me ask you a question right off the top. What do you think of that title? Be honest. No, no. Just be honest. Stuart, Stuart Huff's, Huff's
1: Obsessive, obsessive curiosities. curiosities.
0: It sounds like
1: a Stuart Huff title.
0: They, so it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. We've been debating it, and it's it's got to go.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean. But you, we're
0: 15 episodes in or something.
1: You're obsessive about things, and curiosities is one of them. <sighs> so I think it's a fitting title.
2: See, you're looking to get Terhune as the new guy to take sides
0: against the family, but. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't flip. Yes, you do. <laughs> he's no Fredo. <afraid> <laughs> yeah. I'm not a rat. He's no he's no rat. So we have uh, Brent Truhune with us today. Very funny comic. Uh, I've known Brent forever. And, uh, right? I don't even remember when we met. We met at uh,
1: Crackers and Broad Ripple. Right. Uh, but I, I saw you before that at the other Crackers Comedy Club downtown. That's right.
0: I remember. And you hated me.
1: Yeah. It was you and James Sibley. Right, doing like a two man show, and uh, nobody on the show did well. It was just the circumstance of the show; it wasn't right. anybody. But I didn't like you, and I yeah thought you were not funny right at all. Yeah,
0: <laughs> isn't that
1: great? That's fantastic.
0: I love it. And then and then he he sees me again. Is that the way?
1: Uh, yeah, it it happened to we. You were working with a guy named Rocky Laporte from Chicago. Rocky, yeah, I like. And his pipes burst. That week, so you get moved up to from featuring to headlining. Matt Holt is, you know, was emceeing now featuring, and then I got to host, right, the week because I was just around. So that's our, that was our introduction. Mm -hmm. Was uh, working together that week.
0: And I remember you said I something like you said you know I saw you once before and I didn't like you. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, and I like that. You're just like that what a great way to yeah.
1: which which kind of means now I like you. In a way. <laughs> Otherwise, in a or, way, but you know. I still don't like you. You know I still that kind of thing like works.
0: I saw you before I didn't like you and I still not crazy about you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, at first I didn't but you had uh, I don't know what I think it was just the evening and I was a younger comic so I'm, of course I'm sitting in the back being judgy judging, about everything. Judging yeah. everything. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, then, you know, I watch you work a full week in, in front of good audiences. And then, you know, it changes my mind.
2: Also, I I have to appreciate the balls on an MC going, yeah, I didn't like you very much the first time I saw you. Yeah, I don't He's... know if
1: it was balls or stupidity. Well, <laughs> I, no, uh,
0: Trehune, Brent Trehune. And,
2: and it's precisely the sort of self-sabotaging comment that will endear you to Stuart Huff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I loved yeah. it. I was like, I like that. I, I, I don't know why it made me so happy. It's like someone just... That I didn't really know just goes yeah I saw you before I don't like you <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's gorgeous <laughs> I love that uh, and this Peter my friend Peter John Burns from Hello. Chicago um yeah Trehune's always had an odd he he's a lovable giant he's the guy that I wrote the line uh, you're horny Winnie the Pooh right because you have this big grin on your face mm-hmm. dirty jokes make you giggle. Like literally giggle like a schoolboy.
1: But who wouldn't laugh at a dirty joke? That's the thing. Well, but there's a difference
0: between ha, that's a good one. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> La- like ten minutes later, yeah. laughing,
0: just just giggling, giggling. And it, I don't know. But I've this- always been a fan of, of Brent, but he does have an odd, uh, you know, hold your ground arrogance. Like it, it's a strange arrogance. It's not loud, but it's like I don't like you. <laughs> He's not afraid to. Get, well, I'm
1: learning things like about you. myself today. <laughs> are you
0: yeah <laughs> maybe arrogance isn't the right word you're 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 not uh, you're not a suck-up you're not the type of comic and you never were the from that would walk up and and, and be lo-
2: complimentary or polite yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: say uh, hey i saw you a, w- a while ago and i liked you you would never do that yeah yeah you would just kind of sit there and be part of the group but if you didn't like you'd be like hey you you no i liked you you move i, I don't like you i saw you yeah. three times in saginaw and it wasn't good
1: i liked you one out of three so you suck <laughs> i don't yeah i don't i don't know that's uh i usually don't you know i usually can find something good about everybody i don't know what it is about that evening that, that i saw you It
0: probably had a lot to do with me
1: no well i it was james Sibley on the show too and i was like i don't really care for either one of the and now well, i like were, both you guys and i'm friends with both you guys
0: right yeah well I li- that was my introduction to Brent. I I liked it. He just uh, I don't know. Maybe I-, I-, I I saw you and I didn't like you, and I was like, "Wow, you want to go to IHOP?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very honest, yeah. Peter. I don't know when we met either.
1: It's kind of one of those things where you just I, I think it was uh, limestone. Okay, year. yeah, the limestone. That's festival. where that's, that's where Peter I thought- and I met too. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it was a big festival for Peter.
1: Yeah, he met he met both of us. Oh, okay. I thought career wise, you just mean friendship and acquaintance. Once. That is, that's what, a and I'll career let you figure is, out which one that is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, when I was putting together this podcast, as in the idea, right? I thought, okay, I you know, I have this collection of junk, and I, I like social issues. I like philosophy. I like thinking about. Uh, human nature in terms of a wide angle lens. So I think that's one of the reasons we have not talked uh, on this podcast yet about, about why I like junk. Cause you can, you can find something from 150 years ago that still it's significant today in an odd way. It's the same thing going on, maybe different names, maybe they've changed titles or whatever, but I like that whole feel to it. Right. So in my mind, what would happen is I would sit down with guests and I would, you know, say, here's something I bought. And then we would discuss philosophical issues and social and all that stuff, you know, with hopefully a punchline or two thrown in. Right. That's, that's in my head, that's the vision. It has not turned out to be that it occasionally we've gone down that route, but a lot of it is just, you know, which I, I don't know why it didn't probably cause I'm the fish in the water. As someone said the other day on this podcast, I like, I pull a piece of junk out and someone goes, what the hell is that? Like, they don't want to talk about the philosophical importance of it. They just want to, which is, I never thought that would be interesting.
2: You ne- you didn't realize that you were as weird as you were.
0: Yes. That's what I've learned. I'm, apparently I'm a very dark weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you are. What? I didn't know this. You thought this the whole time too? Um, I'm not funny and I'm a dark weirdo. Uh,
1: now I now think you're funny just recently within the past 90 days uh, okay but yeah i mean when I, i've gone to, you know junking with you before but usually you would buy records or something like that right but and maybe that's just because you've not found anything worth probably worth buying that was a curiosity mm-hmm. Um. but you know when you talk about your stuff that you've collected you know like a coffin right i don't know too many people that have a coffin laying around that aren't in the business. That yeah, aren't, that aren't in, are, our, are in
0: the ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. We were in a junk shop, you and I, and uh, Brent, one of my things that's hanging on my wall in my living room, uh, it's directly, Brent is directly responsible because I missed it. I must okay. have been tired that day or something. I wasn't sharp on yeah, my you, junk Sometimes
1: hunting. you got to walk back through the opposite way. You, you notice
0: stuff. Yes, that's. A, I do that. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. Because you, when you're walking down this way, your eye tends to see what's, you know, and but when you turn around and come back the other way, you, you see more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in Ohio, I think. The, was it the Dayton, Ohio one where Dayton, you can see it right off the highway? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. That's where I bought the orange chair, right, with you, wasn't I it? I don't remember that one. <laughs> it, it, I have an orange chair. It's the the beautiful, hideous, 70s orange. Sure. I yeah. know
2: exactly the shade you mean. Yeah. That's yeah. one that does not occur in nature.
0: Right. When, when I say, isn't that a good description? 70s orange, yeah. like 70s green is avocado. Avocado. and yeah. has a decade assigned to it. <laughs> yeah. A
2: lot of avocado and gold. Yes. Kitchens in my youth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I find this chair that is a standard looking in chair, whatever you call it. Um, it but it's orange. It's definitely mm-hmm. from the 70s. I think I was with you, Brent. But the back of it, it starts off as the normal one does, whereas in the back is arm, arm to arm. Right. Yeah. And and then it comes up and goes in and starts angling in to maybe um, six inches and then it and then flares back out and it is way too high. Yeah. The back is when you sit in it, you've got a good foot and a half, two feet above your head.
2: Okay. so it's it's a 70s Bond villain chair. Yes. You should have a white cat. And be talking to a fatter Sean Connery. <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, okay. And explain th- your plan before you carry it out. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I was with Brent when I found that. But the one that popped in my head was we were in Ohio and uh, walking around a junk shop. And Brent just said to me, did you see that? And I went, what? And we kind of turned. He goes, you didn't see this? And there's a photograph of two bears.
1: Oh, I remember that. Do you remember this? Yeah.
0: There were two bears with boxing gloves on. And one of them had knocked the other one out. <laughs> so one of them's on the ground.
2: Was one of them like taunting the other one, like it, Ollie overlisted? Like, <laughs> yeah, he kind of has that look to him. Okay.
0: Where, and I'm sure it's just they put boxing gloves on bears and they got the right photo. They got the right photo.
2: One fell asleep and they went, all
0: right, come Right. On, yeah. But it clearly looks, I mean, he has a, a fist up. One yeah. bear has a fist up and where it, or you a, know, a paw. Yeah. A paw, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, he can't like he just come through with a swing and the other bears just on the ground, mm-hmm. which looks great. So
1: I forgot about that. That's something had you not bought. I would have bought that.
0: You you should have told me that. I would Probably have at
1: have, the time. But in hindsight now, I, sorry, I just hit the mic. But I would have bought that, that I, picture.
0: I, I would have thought you bought it. It makes me sad.
1: Uh, speaking of chairs, my girlfriend and I go to this was not a junk. It was a goodwill. So it's very mainstream. But. We bought two. <laughs> I, like, that, yeah. I like
2: how in this podcast context, Goodwill you have to apologize for, but yeah. not because you're going to Goodwill, but because it's, you know, it's like going to Target.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's the corporate. I don't right? really, I don't really, yeah, I don't hit Goodwills anymore. It's too new. I, it you know? is very
1: new and it's very picked over. But mm-hmm. we found two of those 70s orange chairs, Ooh. kind of the, the ones that swivel. Okay. Uh, oh, nice. Two of with, them. With like the back, the black flared base. Uh, no, but, but it's got the, uh, the things at the bottom. So it might have a flared base, but it's covered. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Two of them. Very nice for 10 bucks. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: That's very, I would definitely would have bought those.
1: I couldn't get it in the vehicle that I,
0: that is not a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, I came back the next day and I went to the manager. Of course, I lost the ticket from the night before to the morning. Yeah. And I walk up to the manager. I'm the redheaded guy with the big red beard that just bought bright orange chairs. <laughs> right. And I, go, I bought those chairs. And she's like, do you have your ticket? And I'm like, I'm the the redheaded guy with the beard <laughs> that bright, bought bright orange chairs. And, of course, she would let me have them. But right. I don't know. I, I'm the guy that's buying the orange chairs that have been sitting there for two weeks. Right.
0: How, how could it not be you? Yeah. You know. You're the exact wrong, right person to Mm -hmm. buy those chairs. Yeah. And and do you sit in them and feel regal?
1: I do. Yeah. I swivel and I feel like makes me feel like reading a book. I don't read the book, but I've never felt more like reading a book than when I'm in those chairs.
2: (laughs) Right. All right. All right, so, so what, what horrors do you have for us today? What Mr. horrors oh. do I have?
0: This is uh, I'm really glad. If, if anything comes of this podcast, which it isn't, but if, if anything comes of it, it's that I've learned that I'm sick, dark, weird.
2: Well, to be fair, you just figured out you were obsessive
0: uh, like a week ago. I'm a really bad obsessive. Yeah. It took but, me that long to figure it out.
2: Right, so the fact that there's not a lot of self-knowledge about
0: dark, me not a surprise. I just thought the rest of you out there were passionless. <laughs> you know? I I do I will admit if I'm honest. I I know like you know, a coffin that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how some people would misunderstand
1: <laughs>
0: you know? I can see that. Some people. Yeah. Some I think, people I
2: think some of us understand all too well. <laughs> oh. I like the fact that you oh. oh no no. The, if you understand the coffin then it's not weird. Yeah. Let me mm-hmm.
0: let me th- let me throw this because <laughs> both of you are into music, right? Mm-hmm. Completely different styles, but maybe both, I don't know. But you, uh, I kind of know what you you're into a little bit. Are you a jazz nut?
1: I like. I worked for Jazz Station for four years, but I mean, I'm wearing a Metallica shirt right now, so Metallica. But I can appreciate most. you Black Sabbath. You're a Black yeah.
0: Sabbath guy. Yeah, and and um and then I said jazz nut twice now on this part. You're not a jazz nut. You like jazz music. Right? I like j- I like aficionado. Jazz music. Right. Yeah, Sounds and better.
2: and and you know if we're gonna be nerdy about it, I'm also a classical music guy. Like I classical music, I, I go to the opera and enjoy it
0: and enjoy it. Yeah. Right.
2: That's where you and I would differ. I know that I uh, that's why I added the second part because other right. people have gone, but I actually yeah. look forward to it. Yeah,
1: right. as, as long as you like it, that's
2: great.
0: Right. Sure. You know, he can be as wrong as he wants. It's fine. (laughs) So, uh, you know, as long as, as long as I've already been down this dark road, I'll tell this beautiful story that isn't dark at all. And, um, but my first coffin that I, that I got,
1: (laughs) that's where, where you might be a little (laughs) obsessive when you say my first coffin. Well, you talk about like it was a car. If you, if you,
0: if you've (laughs) never, if you've never, well, you know, yeah, now you're getting in my dreams. (laughs) That's the best part of Harold Maud, is when he turns the, you know, the hearse or he turns the whatever that was, a Porsche or something into a hearse. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: you, um, I imagine you must like the Munsters as well. I and love take- the
0: Monsters, but I love the Addams family more. But the Addams family to Again, me Again,
1: I mean we, we can I'll be
0: wrong, but go ahead. Oh yeah, you're wrong. The Monsters? You like the yeah, Monsters like better, better than the Addams well, family?
2: I mean it's already established Brent's not a particularly literate person. I, I think well, there the, you the go Addams
1: go. family is the thinking man's monsters. There you go. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. It's it's the novel and the monsters, you know, it's the cliff notes.
1: Yeah. I'm only about halfway through the monsters book. So <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sorry, I didn't want to
0: The Adams family to me is I, I don't really listen to the Episodes, I just watch what's on the wall and just scream. I'm just so mad, mm-hmm. right? That it's they use that as a prop, and then someone threw it away. You know, or probably in storage.
2: You know it's it's back in the archives somewhere I next hope to so. the fake coffins, right?
0: Um, so my first coffin that I acquired was uh, I was a teenager and a friend of ours, friend of the families, had uh, gotten this. I don't know where they got it. Didn't ask. Didn't care now that it's in my possession, you know, um, as a Halloween party gag kind of thing. They had a big Halloween party, and they had this coffin that was gorgeous. I mean, even if you think I'm sick, this was a gorgeous coffin. It was wood.
2: um, A nice mahogany?
0: You know, I'm not a wood guy, but I think so. It had a reddish kind of... Okay, so maybe cherry. Stain stain on it. It might have been cherry, but it had a a dark red-brown stain on Mm -hmm. this coffin. But then when you opened it up, it wasn't just pine. Right,
2: you've got the the satin cushion.
0: Yeah, Yeah. but this is a very old coffin. It wasn't like, you know, the new ones with the handle and that kind of crap. This is... Newfangled technology. Right, I don't don't need all that. I don't need all that, you know? I don't
2: need one of your fancy new coffins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Right. right. So what's the no, what's the interior? Is it like padded or is it? It was stained? it was
0: very little padding on it, but there was some. But it was a it was a a darker uh, cream, almost yeah, almost like a light brown lining on the inside. Okay, with a little padding in there. Okay, you know you're not obnoxious about it. You're not you're not in an internal rest yeah, okay. situation. But you know, you,
2: you're, but you're not getting knocked around either. There's no right. There's no thumping as you're carrying it.
0: Yeah. Right. Now, it had a glass window where the face was, okay? Okay. Which is nice. <laughs> it had <got> a sunroof. <laughs> it's got a sunroof, right? I think it's more technically a moonroof, but moon all right. Roof. Yeah. <laughs> and there's etching on the glass. Beautiful, like, scroll work. Okay. Like, that would be around, you know, just circling the face, kind mm-hmm. of, you know.
2: Now, uh, and... So you can have you can have all the creepiness of the open coffin, but without, like... Going full full torso on it. Right. Yeah, okay.
0: This is a very nice, you know, a lot of craftsmanship in this. And I added some craftsmanship to it by hooking up a stereo and headphones in it. So you could lay in the coffin, and the headphones were attached to the coffin, right? So you could just lay there, and it was surround sound while you were laying in the coffin, staring up through the the moonroof. And, I mean... So you, uh, it, oh yeah. Oh, okay. So creepy and blah blah blah. Whatever. But you've never heard music like that. That was an incredible sound room to to listen to music to. You drop the needle on on, on your favorite record. Mm-hmm. Lay in the coffin. Close the lid. You know. Lock the door in. because if anyone you know.
2: comes in, yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a phone call at a minimum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do, I do still remember. I don't know if I've ever heard any music that. I mean, it, there was an echo, but not a bad echo. You know, it was, it was like engul- the music engulfed you in that in that coffin. You're
1: giving yeah. Dr. Dre some new uh, ideas. He's got Beats by Dre, but.
0: Now there's
2: coffins by Drake, right. <laughs> right? If you didn't listen to Alice Cooper when you are in that coffin, then I'm a little disappointed.
0: You well, I think you're gonna have to be a little disappointed okay, because yeah. I don't think I'd I'd really listen to Alice Cooper at all when I was I was 16 when I I got this coffin, okay. you know. So I mean, I was kind of, which actually, in an odd way, what the music I was listening to at the time when I was 16 kind of fit the coffin even more than Alice Cooper because. I was listening to like old southern ballads and like mountain, uh, you know, murder mystery kind of folk songs. Uh, Fairport Convention, a lot of London, uh, you know, uh, British folk. I had mm-hmm. a Nick Drake album at that point. Sure. That a guy, I walked into a record store and I told the guy uh, awkwardly and socially ineptly, I said, I, I really like early Bob Dylan's folk music. And, and he said, okay, good. You know, and he gave, he was probably twenty two, right? Kid. You know, but in my head, this is an old man, and he gave me a Fairport Convention album, you know, on half which is a great record, you know. And I, I it's first time I'd ever heard British folk, and I just loved it, right? And then I I came back and I said I love that more than Dylan. Do you have anything? And then he gave me a Nick Drake album, which at sixteen that I would have been that would have been eighty six something like that, you know. But I, so I used to sit there and listen to Pink Moon by Nick Drake in that coffin, you know. Now, I understand that's a little dark, but can you not see the beauty in it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can. When when your parents saw you hauling a coffin up to your room. Yeah, well, this is the bad part of the story. Was there there a discussion? They didn't see me hauling it up to my room, but I saw (laughs) them. So
2: so they came up to your room, (laughs) right? right, And there's a coffin with a glass.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Most kids
1: are sneaking porn and drugs up to the room, but you're... Quietly sinking in a coffin. I snuck
0: in a coffin, and then I came, and they they threw it away. What? That's the say, Thank you for being on my side for once. Yeah. That they threw the. Well, they got rid of it. They it disappeared.
2: How long did it take for them to? Make if, it if, if
0: memory serves, it, it you know it was not long enough, of course, because it's gone. But. Um, I, I think maybe six, seven weeks or something, but I, I hid it a lot of the time. You know, I had it under a blanket on the back side of my bed against the wall. You know what I mean? So nobody would find it because I knew she was already. My mom loved her. I love her to death, but she was already throwing away half of my possessions. All my Carlin cassettes were gone. I would come back to Richard Pryor's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, my Rat satin jacket is gone for some reason. I mean, she was randomly. Going through my room this and is throwing band, things away. This is the band Rat. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a, Spencer's uh, gifts.
2: Yeah. 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 And I'm. Did you listen to Rat in the? Because, I'll, I'll 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 give you the pass on Alice Cooper if you were listening to Rat in the coffin.
0: I did listen to Rat in okay, the coffin. But absolutely. Rat Rat was not my favorite hair band. I you know I I, I forget what was it, what my favorite band what hair band was at that time, but um, I was into like you know the music my friends were into. Right. Like hair bands and sure. Molly Crew mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, you know, um, there is a boy from my high
2: school year ahead of me uh, who went by the nickname the Rat Master <laughs> because that was his favorite band. Really? Yeah. And then he was actually he actually snuck it in to uh, the graduation ceremony because, you know, they give you the whole, you know, no nicknames or mm-hmm. whatever. But he—I forget what his last name was—but his first name was Jason. uh, And the assistant principal, who was, had probably had a few already. Uh, He was Jason Ratmister. and slipped it in, and they thought it was, you know, I mean, R A T T M A S T E. Right. Well, you're not going to call bullshit on that. That's probably right. a, a sure. legitimate nickname.
0: I so, like that kid. Yeah. yeah. I like the moxie of that.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know where he went to, but.
0: I
1: was uh, going to say, do you don't have a relationship with it with the Ratmaster anymore? I know. The Rat Master. I,
2: I barely had a relationship with the Ratmaster okay. as it was. Yeah, you yeah.
0: just admired him from afar? Kind of. Yeah. Well, well
1: for, a few friends of mine
2: were at a local record store where, you know, in Des Plaines, Illinois, in 1985, mm-hmm. Rat was making a personal appearance. Whoa. Which was already, I mean, honestly, you know, that was the record city in Des Plaines, Illinois. It's a strip mall record store. Like, Rat had, like, I think they could see the writing on the wall. Like <laughs> <laughs> even then. Yeah, for their personal appearance, they're like... We may have peaked, boys. Oh, right. <laughs> right.
0: Round and round suddenly came to an, an abrupt end. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, yeah, so my friend saw Jason. I mean, he, he couldn't have been more excited because sure. there wasn't a big line to see them. So he could actually monopolize their time, you know. Oh,
1: God. I God. just hope somewhere that there's still a guy calling him Rat Master.
0: Yes. I hope he's a roadie. I hope he's the last. <laughs> you know what he's I mean? He's probably
1: part of the band by now. Right. He
0: might be drumming. We, right. we need to right. Google it. He, yeah. He's like
2: that, uh, what, that Judas Priest fan. Uh, who got to become the lead singer for Judas Priest? Oh no, that's like,
0: Metallica. I think no,
2: no, it's Judas Priest. He he was in a Judas Priest tribute band. Oh, okay. And Judas Priest needed a new lead singer, so he in you know something that has never been repeated since never happened before, but gives hope to mm-hmm. the lead singers of every tribute band right. in the world. He got promoted from tribute band to actual band.
0: Awesome. Yeah, like I mean,
2: this is just a few years ago. So, right t- at that point, arguably Judas Priest was also a Judas Priest tribute band. Tribute <laughs> band, right? <laughs> well,
1: but- that's funny you say that because literally today their new album came out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. So Congrats I, I, to I, them.
2: I, and I love the fact that you're you're still tracking that. Yeah.
1: It was. It came across my uh, newsfeed, so I started playing. That's it. news now. The Judas
2: Priest has a new album.
1: Yeah, I mean it's
2: it is. It's, right. it's it's you know it's not above the fold. It's very deep in the right. pages, but sure, yeah,
0: it's underneath. Muller, does job well. Right. Judas Priest has a new album out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta look for some good news these days, right? right?
0: I went. I think I you know I was listening to what everybody, all my friends were listening to Rat and you know, those Motley Crue, that kind of stuff. And then I raided my dad's album collection, and when I heard James Brown, I realized. Rat is not good. Mm-hmm. This, there's. I just, I don't. I just instinctively knew that's that. This is different, you know. And then I went from like listening to all my dad's stuff, which is mostly Motown stuff, then going to the record store and trying to find, you know, my version, what I like, you know. Mm-hmm. So you go. I listened to like Later, Dylan, right, uh, Blonde on Blonde, and that kind of stuff. Okay, and then went backwards, and when I right. got to the folk stuff, then. I think I, that just hit me. Like, I really like this. And then I was off on that. So like when, like when, when, uh, like guns and roses came out and was enormous. Mm-hmm. I was a nerd. I mean, I was listening to folk music when the exact opposite, you know,
2: I just have this image of your mother muttering under her breath as she's got one end of the coffin and the other end is thumping down the stairs going, this freaking kid, like you know, it's, it's throwing away your, you know, your Carlin cassettes, right? That's a small, like
0: tall garbage bag from the kitchen,
2: hauling that coffin out. Right. She's got to be, God damn it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to tell one more story that has nothing to, well, it's, I guess it kind of explains the obsessive behavior. Maybe, I don't know. And then we're going to get into this box I have next to me, but, um, the, I used to, I was a weird kid, you know, in school. Just,
2: really? Yeah. The coffin wasn't was, the yeah,
0: <laughs> but I wasn't golf. I wasn't, I don't, to me, the coffin is, was neat then and is neat now, you know?
2: Right. No, but it's mean, not that, in a golf kind of way. Right. No, that's what I kind of appreciate is that, you know, you're not the kid where, you know, the parents are like, Oh God, he's going through his vampire phase. I'm still in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of envision your dad as. This is probably a reference you're not going to get, but like he's Hank Hill from King of the Hill, and you're Bobby, oh. and you, he comes in, and he goes, "What? He's got a coffin? Oh man, this yeah, yeah, boy! Yeah, yeah, I tell yeah. you what, <laughs> yeah. that's just, that's long-suffering father. He's like,
1: <laughs> right. well, what else do you into?
2: What all these taxidermied animals? Now
1: look, this, <laughs> this got to stop, boy. This is just weird. That's yeah. the makings of a serial killer.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's you're you're really close. <laughs> you are really close. This is it. This is great. My, in my high school, um, it was kind of, you got to picture this. It was up on a hill. Okay. The high school was on top of a hill down the hill was McDonald's, Mr. Gaddy's pizza, which had video games in it, Galaga and Miss Pac-Man and all the hits, all the hits. Right. I mean, so all you had to do was leave school and walk down the hill and you were in heaven. Right. Pretty much. You Mm know, it was a, you know, kind of a big hill, but Anyway, so and also that's what all the kids did, right? And the middle school was next to the high school. So the principal and assistant principal would stand on top of our high school with binoculars. And they had a security guard at the bottom of the hill in a car. And they would watch. And kids would walk and, and down the hill. And then they would, on the CB or whatever, walkie-talkie, they would say, you know, there are two girls. They're about to hit. Yeah, there they are. Okay, bring them back. It's like Battleship. It's horrible. I thought it was, this is not, this is supposed to be, you know, cops and robbers. This is cheating. <laughs> right. You can't stand with binoculars. You can't bring technology to a cowboy Indian fight. We're they, trying to get to the pizza. You're trying to stop us. Yeah. You should, this is, it, it pissed me off so much.
2: This is the surveillance state in its earliest form. Yes.
0: yes. I was just like, this is totally N-
2: cheating. They went NSA on your ass up on the roof.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> with binoculars and a walkie-talkie. Right. So I, and and I did, I, I'm honest, I did not see the weirdness in this at the time. I thought it was totally normal and justified, and I was angry. Now I look back and realize I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son. If he did this, I would see the weirdness immediately. But I climbed up on the middle school roof with my own binoculars and watched the principal and assistant principal watching – kids with their binoculars until they eventually turned their heads enough to see me staring at them. <laughs> and then I waved at them and we're just staring at each other. So, and I, I refused to get down from the middle school roof. You know, they had to get a security guard to come up, climb up the ladder, this and that. And they're yelling. I just was like, I'm going to show you how childish your behavior is, you know? And this, so my dad gets called into the school. He has to go in there and I'm sitting there, you know, cause I'm in trouble And the principal tells my dad what I've done. And he looked at me and he goes, why can't you just get drunk? (laughs) 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 And that was my dad's attitude, rightly so, of most of my childhood was like, you did what? Why why can't you be normal? What is your problem? You know, with that.
2: I kind of love the idea that the way your son's going to rebel is that he's going to be the equivalent of Marilyn on the Munsters. Like you'd be like,
1: hey, look, I got
2: I got a new taxidermy possum. <laughs> you yeah. would be like, I don't know. He'll be like, I don't know. He's got a Bible out and read yeah, from the good book, and right? Well, that's nice, Dad. Though. The most
1: straight-laced kid, right? He's the wearing opposite. like a
2: button-down, like blue Oxford cloth shirt, right. And- Uh, khakis with a crease in them you know
0: what i'm i'm 45 now i mean if he does that i will like make fun of him and everything but in in my head i'll be like good for you good Mm -hmm. for you go the right route you know don't don't climb the rope in gym class and turn around and pull it up with you right Uh, you know which is another (laughs) thing i did yeah (laughs) don't do that i mean i you know i'm i'm not ashamed of who i am but it's you know, just get on the it's right a, path. It's a rough road. It's a rough road. Make the grades. Go to Stanford. Blah, blah, blah. You want to see a wooden leg? Yeah. Okay, here we
2: go. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a lot of thumping coming out of that uh, uh-huh. big uh, plastic crate you brought. So, yeah, I, I, I got to ask, is this, the, is this the first of several wooden legs you're going to be bringing out?
0: We got a couple. Okay. We got a couple. I didn't bring them all. But about, I brought enough to give an example to the class. Wait, so okay, I'm going to take I'm going to take a moment here.
2: You have
0: you want to describe this first?
2: Well, I want to, I just want to ask a question. You've got a plastic container. Mm-hmm. that You're going to show us full of wooden legs, mm-hmm. which did not exhaust your collection at home.
0: Correct. Okay. All right. I so- I filled the tote up, and then put the lid on it. Right. This is and like went a, about my business.
2: Yeah, this is like a huge foot
1: deep rubbermaid. This you know, is no small bin. container. Yeah,
0: right. And well, you have it,
1: bubble wrap in it because you don't want to mess up your wooden leg. Legs. Well, look, I've
0: already, I've already got damage. <laughs> I got damage nope, on my nope. this leg right here. Has some damage. That looks like a war wound. It, it, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, pretty, the wound I'm, that took the leg off <laughs> yeah. was so drastic, it also screwed up <laughs> the, the replacement leg. All
2: right. So you, uh, you are holding a. a a wooden leg the leg part has it does not have a peg it's not a pirate leg this has a foot um it looks to be well the foot is clearly of different wood than shall we say the calf th- uh, yeah the 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 fibula the you know the mm. the femur part mm-hmm. um and there's also apparently several different kinds of wood in a nice stacked way is there cork in between those pieces of wood in the heel in the, it, that might be okay it yeah, might just be,
0: yeah, you know what? Because on the, on the actual, the heel of the foot here, it looks like a lot of it has kind of rotted away. So it probably was cork, yeah, so which is cushion, fascinating. It's a little cushion. There you go. Yeah. So they, they tried to make the wooden leg have some cushion to it. Right. Well, cause it's, you know, you're, right.
2: you're thumping the stump. In, sure. Yeah. The legs. So mm-hmm, but this is one of the
0: things I, I like about this is just that added little thing. You know, right. we'll they talk did, about that in they a minute. Put, but, yeah.
2: They put a little heart into this, and then yeah, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Thumping
1: the, the stump sounds some like something dirty. Yeah, thumping the stump is the worst <laughs> amputee porn. Uh, I title. own several copies of that one. Oh, yeah,
0: there, I, I would I would give you ten dollars if you could come up with a clean version of <laughs> the thumping Thumpin the stump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, there seems to be uh, so you, there is a jagged hole in the shin, but somewhere uh, I don't know. Four or five inches above the ankle, there is also what appears to be a precisely drilled hole on the outer yes. um, and inner. So it looks like something goes in there maybe, a
0: rod? Or I, you, yeah, there is a bolt. You can't see it from where Peter's sitting, but there is a bolt. You stick your finger into this precisely drilled hole, there's a bolt with a, a screw. So there must have been some sort of adjustment
1: Okay, sure. possibly there.
0: Yeah. You, it, Tighten it, it they They wouldn't have... Uh, drilled a hole in here unless you needed to get in there. right 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 you and, know and you, then
2: there's sorry let me yeah Brent, let me uh, there's uh so this this there's a hinge at the top and weirdly enough i thought is this a christian thing but no, i think it's just the way they braced it there's, yeah it looks
0: exactly like a cross yeah there's like a, it, it, it looks is to cross. Be a
2: christian cross that is just below the knee and above the knee um there is something that looks vaguely like of Victorian corset it's laced up the front and then apparently you tie it look I mean like it kind of looks like a Colorado boot, but for your thigh. Yeah. And then there, there are white, there's a white lace that goes back and forth. And then I guess you tie it at the top, like you would a, a boot. But at that point it's thigh high and that's how that's attached to your thigh. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's a, How put it? There's mechanical stuff here. There's there's an attempt, at least, to have the knee move. Though it is also, you know, a metal swivel at the knee. At this point, is rusted, but Mm -hmm. one assumes was nice in its prime.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you're gonna walk with a limp, kind of. You know. Yeah, but you're able to bend the leg a little bit.
2: yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not some motion. It does not start mid shin. It's a full lower prosthesis so in assuming your leg has been taken above the knee yeah or close under the knee i mean you know i'm no doctor (laughs) here i'm gonna pass this to brett because i was curious to how heavy is this
1: it's not that heavy really it's you know it's made of light wood the heavy part is at the top here with the metal and then you know you you strap it to your the rest of your body i was thinking that you got these holes drilled in the side you know when you have a paddle and you drill the holes in the paddle to cut down on the wind resistance that's these holes are here for ass kicking
0: <laughs> you think so that <laughs> doesn't catch the right. wind yeah
1: this this reminds me of like that leg from uh, uh, a christmas story like the leg lamp but like right. the pirate version of a leg lamp the pirate version
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's you, do you have an idea of the vintage of this you know i'm not i, I haven't researched it in depth but i have looked up when did they stop making wood? You know, and I mean, a lot of them are from a time period around the Civil War up up through 1900, and then the, and then the wood kind of faded off. You know, and they and they used another, you know, they went to uh, plastics and and other stuff.
2: Right, and this also, not not that I'm holding it has where the where the stump would go, for lack of a better term. I'm sure there's a I would like to the think limb. That- Well, I'd like to think there's a better, there's some sort of medical term for the end of your amputated leg than stump, but Mm -hmm. we'll go with stump. Um, there's leather padding, which I'm sure was wholly inadequate in terms of by the end of the day, you're taking this off going, "Oh, oh man, that hurts. But yeah, but they, I mean, like, there's an attempt to pad it, there's an idea, you know, they're trying. Um, and yeah, no, and the you know obviously the metal is rusted, so the knee doesn't swivel. All right, so
0: where did you get this, Mister Huff? I bought that in Georgia at a. Um, I was in a junk shop, and there was clearly a, a guy who had, whose family was uh, in the in, in the medical business, or a doctor, or owned a pharmacy, something, because there was a tremendous amount of, you know, little bottles and, and all that stuff. But a lot of them, and I say his family, because there there were also prescriptions written and they were all in the same name, you know, by, mm-hmm. by, so he, and then he had like a, you know, a, a big, huge jar that said, uh, you know, like a commemorative type of jar, like, you know, 50 years uh, in business. And then that name was on that jar also. So this is a family collection, I'm assuming from a doctor at some point, great, great grandfather, great grandfather, something. Um, and I saw, and that leg it's to, it's just, there's a, it's just beautiful to me. There's something about it. That is really attractive to me. It's I like the idea. We're talking about the cork that they added in layers on the foot, all that
2: and does. And by the way, I just tested it real quick. Like it does flex still. So that, you know, I mean, you could see that that's where they were trying to at least simulate something with the heel.
0: That's what's fascinating to me. I mean, I think there's an aesthetic beauty to this thing myself. Mm -hmm. But you're looking at human beings trying to, to make something that's going to not only give someone comfort, but serve the same function as the limb that was lost. Am I describing that? What you know?
1: It's uh, provides comfort in having a lay, but comfort in the the thing that provides comfort, like an added bonus onto the yeah to the right. piece. They're
2: trying to make it as unshitty an experience as they could.
1: Yes, it's like a car with heated seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the car's great, but then seats are heated. Are Wait, a heated toilet better. seat. That's true. Yeah, they have yeah. those now, which is right. nice. Um, And and, yeah, I mean,
2: I don't know exactly, obviously, what the mechanism here. But it's also interesting that it it looks as though the foot, the the foot part, so below the ankle, if you will, Mm -hmm. is uh, it is either a separate piece, or it looks like it might have been carved.
0: The leg, the leg and the foot,
2: or yeah, it's hard to tell if it's two different pieces of wood or this is just an overlayer of it. But right. there's also how do I put it? Um, Guidelines on the foot part, um, and the outside is is of uh, the foot part is clearly of another material. So it looks as though this might have been carved to order, like they might have mm, oh, measured wow. the other foot and they said, "Well, we'll make
0: you know." Someone went in and, you know, and they they took measurements and actually made a specific leg for that person.
2: Yeah, a specific foot, certainly. Right. And which makes sense. It's sort of like, well, you know, we'll measure the one foot and at least you don't have to throw away all your shoes. Right. I mean, you know, right. you can put your old shoe on the new gotcha. foot. Yeah. And it'll match,
0: mm-hmm. you know, what your what your old boot or shoe was. It's fascinating to me that uh, the human mind would, uh, you know, somebody loses a leg, right? Mhm. How do you say this without sounding? Let, let's, what, someone loses a leg. You're just like, oh, that's too bad. Here's a crunch, and, crutch. You, and yeah. you go, you go on with your life. Yeah, too bad for them. I'm sorry, but we don't do that. Someone goes, huh? Or, you know, if you put a piece of wood underneath your knee, then you could and crutch you know like Peter said and have a crutch you could you could actually hobble along you know you could make your way down to the general store if you needed to and then hobble back to your house and then someone is looking at that and says you know if we actually if it wasn't just a peg leg if you actually put a foot on the bottom of that somehow then you could be a little a little better than just hobbling along you could actually take a step maybe you know, and then someone says, you know, if we put a – if we had a big leather brace that held it, then you might not even need the crutch anymore. You could dump – you could, you know, slowly make your way down. And then now, I mean, I just read an article where the some scientists in North Carolina, I believe at Duke, I believe, uh, have – There's a prosthetic leg in Germany, I believe. Don't hold me to the country. I think it's in Germany, right? And they they have these monkeys at Duke University that they have the leg wirelessly connected to these monkeys' minds, and when the monkey thinks, move your right leg, the leg in Germany moves. Huh. It's wireless.
2: Okay.
0: Is that Bluetooth? (laughs) I think it is, and they got Norton, too, so you can't crash into it. You can't. (laughs) You can't get in there and manipulate the leg. Yeah. So this is how far, I mean, it, it's it's another part of humanity that I actually like. Now, what, what drives that? What would drive you, you, you know, and I'm assuming throughout, I don't know this, but I'm assuming throughout history there have been people that have lost limbs and then studied and learned and added to this along the way. I mean, I'm going to
2: take a wild guess that, I'm,
0: you
2: know, and this is sort of an interesting double-edged sword of human behavior. You have to uh, figure that many of the advances that happen happen after wars. Oh yeah, because you've got, frankly, a large population. You know, post Civil War, there are a lot of guys walking around, you know, without arms or legs, thanks mm-hmm. to you know cannonballs that are you know the new way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And then they're like, oh well, we should probably go back to the drawing board on this and see if we can work it out. Just like, again, unfortunately, you know post gulf specifically post afghanistan there are a lot of guys coming back mm-hmm. you know after ieds we've gotten real good at saving lives where we hadn't where, where wouldn't have been possible before but we're also saving very damaged people yeah and that's why you've get you're getting all Limbs, of these it, it, are, yeah you know cuz they're like oh well we got a bunch of guys without legs eh, let's rethink this
0: yeah let's how how close can we get Right. To you, di- you don't even know that you lost a leg. You right.
2: Know? And now we've got all of these, you know, polycarbonate materials and springs. Springs,
0: and, and there are people running marathons with missing yeah. a leg and, and things like that. But and it
2: comes out of, well, we're going to blow each other up. But then. Yeah, after I mean, it's horrific. That, right, right. Then we're going to figure out. Okay, af- yeah, you know, probably would have been nicer if we hadn't had the war in the first place, but having had that. War, we yeah, we can we can actually work on being compassionate and figure out how to make it not so bad.
0: Yeah, but and- it also it's the same it's the same brain in my in the way I'm looking at this. The same brain that says um you know, a peg leg is is great, just a stump, you know, just a stick, just peg leg with the crutches, but I can make that better. Yeah. You know, there's, besides money, I mean, I understand if someone says, I can make that better and make a whole bunch of money. Okay, fine. But I think just at the very root, someone says, I got an idea. I can make that better.
2: Yeah, and I also just, I mean, I, I'm sure that the profit motive is not zero.
0: It's, but it can't be enormous.
2: No. I, especially no. in 1880. Right. That, that's That's what I think is that, I mean, you go into this, yes, you know, you'd like to make a buck or two. But this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. You're, no, that's
0: a wooden leg. That's, you know, 1880, 1900. Right.
2: There's, there, it, the, the source of it is compassion.
0: It has of, to be.
2: Yeah. The source of it is— And curiosity. Yeah. And, and, you know, and also, you know, maybe you're a doctor who tinkers on the weekends because the other thing you know is, you know, your patients that are coming in without the legs that have, like, the peg, right— Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're in pain. They're complaining to you in pain. They get abscesses, you know, on the stump. I mean, like, right. you know that these people are suffering on a daily basis. So that's when, you know, you sit down and go, ah, let me take another crack at this. You know, what if we put, what if we padded it with some leather or something like that?
1: Yeah. And never before have you had a te- that many test subjects to Figure out the technology of right. Let's uh let's pull another leg out. Did the guy say anything to you when you bought that one? Well, that's let's talk about this one.
0: Okay, now this one, not I think either this one has seen more life, right? That leg needs a wooden leg. Yes, this is this has got some wear and tear to it. I'm now knocking, like I'm knocking on a door. I'm knocking on the wood, on the wooden leg into the mic here. This is, has an actual, they put like a leather,
2: it's got a leather sole. It's got a
0: leather sole on the bottom of this,
2: but a uh, flexible one. It's it's, not, but it's
0: yeah. And that's this right here is fascinating to me. At first I thought it was just broken, right? No, it's not. But the first two inches, Inch and a half, two inches of the from where the end of your shoe, from where where your big toe touches the very end of the shoe, you go back maybe an inch and a half, two inches, and then there is a space. So it's almost like if you cut your shoe right. Well, it's right at the ball of your foot. Right at the ball of your foot, right. But they cut. There's a space there, so the front of this can actually flex and move. Yeah, which has got to make the walk, the step that you're taking on an artificial limb. It's got to make it a little easier to where you're not totally hobbling. Right. You can actually, now we're starting to see a bend where the natural bend would be, but yet, you know, this is primitive. I mean, the top of the leg is, is, but again, we have the holes drilled in here in the side, just like the other leg. There's got to be something to that, an adjustment. I'm going to, I'm
2: going to make yeah. I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, this, uh, but I'm guessing one of the things you would have to adjust is, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, the, the cup at the top into which the stump goes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. These are all my technical terms. <laughs> right. That's got to right. be raised or lowered depending on, you know, I mean, limb amputation, not a precise science. So where your stump fits in, depending on size of stump and size of leg. That's the part. Like if I if I'm if I'm looking at like what's gonna what's the bolt that I turn gonna do? Right. That's gonna move that cup up and down a, a little, little within the leg yeah. to get the finer adjustment.
0: Right. So you, you know, if you're a five foot. Uh, female, then you, you know, then they're going to build the leg this way. And then you, you can turn that bolt just a little bit and maybe get a little snug, a little, a yeah. little looser or a little up and down, depending little on up and down. exactly
2: where right. your leg ends. Right. Cause,
0: but you're not going to go from five foot to six foot no, no, with you, a little bolt. You're you, going to need another.
2: Yeah. that That's for the fine adjustment, you know, to get right. the, the fine tuning right. Once
1: you fit, it's like it socks in. sizes, six through 12. Yeah. <laughs> It's like right. it kind of yeah. fits.
0: Another thing I like about this one is where the actual leg is uh, it's connected to the to the what is it looks like a shoe, but it's 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 wood also. It's like they have put it in here where it, it kind of hovers. There's yeah, a the, wobble to it.
2: Yeah, there's a give at the ankle, too. Yeah. There's a give. Yeah. And laterally interesting. I mean, like,
0: yeah, not up and down. It's not side up and to down. Side. It's side to side. Right. And when I found this one, I thought, "Oh well, this is about to fall apart. This is this shoe's about to come off. The foot is about to come off. It's broken." And the closer I look, it's not broken. They made it that way. Yep. So there's a little give on on up and down on your toes, on the balls of your feet, and side to side where your uh, the back of your foot would be. Now I think I'm missing some stuff on here because at the top where you would attach this leg is just too rusty uh, hinges with three holes for, for screws. So this attached to something. And I'm assuming because this is a wooden leg and the first one is wooden. It was probably something like that. Yeah. There's a A large leather harness that you would cinch up and then it would attach to this. But this leg, Brent said, what did, what did they say? What Mm -hmm. when, when I bought it or something, pass that to Brent. uh, I bought that one in North Carolina and I, I walked up to the front to, but you can take all that out if you want. That's just like filler filler.
2: Yeah. So there's like, there's a bolt pa-
0: down in the bottom of this one, just
1: like that one. Yeah.
2: There's the butcher paper that you just took out that just sort of stuffed into the top of the leg.
0: Just leave it out. We'll put it back later.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. What'd they say?
0: Yeah. So I take this up, you know, to the front and, and the guy said, hey, you found something. And, you know, people people say that, you know, hey, you know, whatever. They, hey, you found something. And I just said, it's a leg. <laughs> right? I don't know why. I just held it up. I said, it's a leg, you know. And the guy goes, looks like a beauty. A lot better than this one. And he pulled his leg up. <laughs> and he had, a, he had an artificial leg. And it, he was really cool, but he was like, "Look!" And so we got to like hold that leg up to his mm-hmm. and look at the difference and talk about. It. And he was showing me what his could do and and this and that. Which
2: and what could, what could his do that was notable?
0: Well, it, the, when you hold that like that
2: wood wood and something else that's uh, now that I am actually holding this, yeah, I it can looks
0: see, like they have plaster around it or something,
2: something like like a gutta percha or something like that 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 the metal hinges are. fitting I don't into. even know what.
0: Gerta Percha is Gerta
2: Percha. It's uh sort of like a ceramic. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, there's some sort of they've cut ca- yeah they they've carved out parts of the wood, um, and then filled it in with something. I'm assuming that you could spread in and dry or something like that to fit the metal pieces into the the right. the hinge. Whereas pieces.
0: the first one, they they've actually had that like Peter said, it looks like a cross. That is in the wood,
2: right? They bolted it to the outside. This is actually yeah. sunk down into the material of the leg. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so, do you
1: do you guys think this second leg is is newer than the leg we just? I looked think at?
0: that one. I think the second one is newer than the first one. i I might be wrong, given the, the the ability to pivot and stuff like that. I yeah, think and so. also there,
2: there's built. there's some, I mean, there's clearly wood here, mm-hmm. but there's also some sort of. I, I, other material besides it's wood. other material, you know, it's it's either uh, ceramic or yeah. something mm-hmm. that's, you know, something that's not wood, but it's also not any sort of modern plastic either. Mm-hmm. This is, right. you know, I mean, I, I, I'm i having a guess, but it's like materials wise, you know, you're thinking like earlier part of the 20th century, right? We we don't have plastics yet. We're not, we're yeah. not dealing, you know, we're not in a, a plastics environment, but it's like, it's almost like Bakelite, you know, that, that kind of, mm. you know, but pre yeah. pre that almost, right? It's, yeah.
0: I think that that the second one is, you know, is newer. I think, I mean, I, when I do see these legs, the wooden legs, a lot of them are like, like the first one they're broken. They have, mm-hmm. because it wouldn't take much. To, it's, you're talking about a hollow, Wooden leg. It's not like it's two inches thick wood. That would be way too heavy, right? To walk right. around on it has to be a light, like Brent said, a light wood. It can't be a heavy wood, and it's thin. So all it would take, even I'm not only really talking about someone wearing it, but it's been around since 1900.
2: Right. Somebody dropped.
0: Someone dropped it, and it's going to break. That one Peter's holding, the second one right there. A lot harder to break that thing. Right, you and know, but and not also, impossible, but a lot harder.
2: Yeah, and and the walls of it for lack of a better term are thicker like again this you know there is certainly wood in, i think involved but there's yeah. also some other they've covered it with something something else and that it, so it's it it's thicker but also sturdier but it's not heavier
0: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah the, you know i mean the previous one that sh- you know below the knee is thin enough that yeah you know like a five-year-old kick to the shins could have cracked it, sort yeah. of thing, and th- yeah. and that's not going to happen here. You know, this is.
1: And let's go. So, well, what did the guy say the about? You know, buying that leg and comparing it to
0: his leg. Oh, he he was showing me his and his. You know, it's it's a modern artificial limb. What it, year it, was this, by the way? Uh, probably, uh, I'm guessing here, but uh, probably oh five. Okay, something like that. I mean, I haven't actually bought a, seen a wooden leg that I bought in a few years. So I, but I find I, that hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. I, I went through it. I, you go
2: through a wooden leg phase, you
0: know, like Picasso yeah, had his blue period. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of did in a way. I kind of became almost like, oh, oh, there's another one. Look at the difference between this one and that other one I have at home. And a lot of, and so anyway, yeah. And But w- the thing that sticks out of me in my mind about it is he was so like, I said, I have a leg. Right. And he goes, ah, look at this one, and, like, pulls up <laughs> his pants and, like, and, you know, and he just, without hesitation, nothing, he's like, hey, look at that, put that down here, and we just start talking, and he tells, and then he starts showing me his leg, how the knee bends, mm-hmm. and and this and that, and he starts telling me about previous ones that he had had, and the improvements, and the changes and stuff, which was incredible. Right, I mean, that's, I don't know how to put it,
2: that's the amazing part, and that's part of why I think there's a certain fascination here, because... If you meet a man or a woman with a, process, you know, a prosthesis, with, an, with a artificial leg, right? Um, it's not polite to say, "Hey, what model's that? What's yours, do?" Right. You know, you meet Senator Tammy Duckworth. You are probably not going to go. All right, show me the legs. Show me the legs. But yes. they're, fa- I mean, but you know, you don't see them very often. They're interesting, and yeah. and truth be told, I am pretty sure, as with your clerk, right? I mean, if you did ask. They talk all day about it because sure. this, this is, you know, this is something that they know is neat. And they, again, they've probably it's also gone through a big three, part of their life. Right. And they've gone through three or four. and They're like, oh, I just got this upgrade last year. Mm-hmm. But w- weirdly enough, there's a certain social reluctance to talk about, you know, the leg in the room, if, if you will. <laughs> right. You know, right. even right. though like they're probably perfectly okay to talk about all the new features because they think it's cool and they think, and and this one feels better. And you know, they just put in this new spring last year and that's been really nice, but suppose, you know, the idea is you're supposed to go pretend it's not there. Pretend it's Mm -hmm. not there.
0: I mean, my friend, Susan, who has MS, right. She's, and she's in a a wheelchair. She loves to show me the, the newest thing. and, And she just recently got a, got a like a small travel chair that you you push one button and the entire thing collapses i mean it, it folds itself up mm-hmm. you don't have to do it and you hit one button and it unfolds and then you can sit in it and we just did it over and over so, <laughs> you know it's like she loves showing me and i love seeing it but there's no hesitation with her about you know, and it's the same with this guy. He was all I mean, he was probably a 60 year old man who'd been through quite a few legs, you know. Right. So he was he had seen you imagine like you get your I don't remember how old he was when he got his first leg. But being alive at this time, that's some huge jumps. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, right. And that, that must be exciting.
2: Right. I mean, I imagine at this point they're starting to do, you know, sort of like 3D printing Right. You know, where you insert it because you're like, oh, we can actually make it fit perfectly as opposed to, you know, we're going to close throw, enough. We're going to throw some leather and some cotton batting in there and hope right. for the best, you know?
0: Yeah. But it is fascinating to me that like when you look at the wood the on this first wooden leg, the the foot, right, is it has a little give because they used cork. Mm-hmm. So which is a brilliant idea. But then you go to the second one and it bends and gives at the heel and bends at the ball of your foot. That's an advancement.
2: Right, but know, but I was also thinking that it must be you know it's in a weird way driving or perhaps being driven by understanding how feet work. You know what I mean? Like the first time you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, we'll put some cushioning in the heel because when you're when you when you walk, you know, you hit the heel first, and then somebody you mm, said, mm. Yeah, yeah, you do, but look, you know. You're also coming off the front and there's, you know, some guy on his hands and knees in the office as a guy walks around in his bare feet. And he goes, oh, yeah, it does. You know, all right. Nah. So we could, we could put a hinge up front, too. That might help. Right.
0: Right. It, yeah. That I like that. That's fascinating to think that it's like uh, Da Vinci. If you want to paint the Mona Lisa, you have to dissect the body. Right. You know? you know,
2: or when they when they first did photography and they're like, oh, horses don't actually have all four feet, you know, all four hooves off the ground yeah. when they're running. You know, there are all these old pictures of horses running, and that's not how horses run. Mm-hmm. But until you had a movie camera, we could slow it down and go, oh, shit. No, they don't ever take all four feet off the ground at the same time. You don't
0: know. Yeah, because it, does, it doesn't look like it.
2: Right. You know, early technology. You know, there's some sort of early sort of shadow box where they showed, you know, the docs come in and go, all right, can you, we get a guy just walking back and forth here? Cause- <laughs>
1: Which is the simplest thing. Ever, but when you
2: break it down like that, it's crazy. Right. Well, you need photography. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the thing. You need all these technological advances. But you know, sort of like with three D printing, where you know, I can guarantee you that that's you know, if they're not doing the insert cups like that, somebody's working on it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. when they invented three D printing, that wasn't the first thing that came to mind. It was, oh well, we can make factory parts to order or whatever. Then somebody goes, hey, you know, I got a buddy. <laughs> you know, that'd probably really help out with him.
0: Right.
1: You know, yeah. Which nowadays you, you know, there's a machine where you go stand on it and it will tell you right. how you stand on your foot. And, you know,
0: I mean, the, yeah, you go into Walgreens and they mm-hmm. can stand, you stand on something, right? Yeah. And, and, they, and
1: it'll tell you, you know, here's your arch or whatever. And, right. you know, I've never done it, but that's so scientific for something so simple. Yeah. And something in a Walgreens, too. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: it's something they throw in a Walgreens so you can buy a Dr. Scholl's, Right. So it's not even like a a medical checkup. This is to sell you a piece of plastic to make your foot feel better. Yeah, And they thought, you know?
2: yeah, this is worth it. This is it's, a loss
1: leader.
0: Right. It's worth it. We'll throw – we'll put this amazing science and, you know, throw it next to the Hallmark cards. Yeah. You so know?
1: do you ask the guy that showed you his leg? Do you ask him – because I know you're a curious poet. Do you say, how
0: would you lose <laughs> your leg? Kid. I did not. Okay. Probably okay. for the same reason that Peter said. Because I felt like it was kind of rude.
1: But, I mean, Um, if he's so open about it.
0: Right. But I kept thinking he would tell me.
1: Yeah, and then he did But, you know,
0: there's another story, just speaking of that, that this was actually on my last CD, but it's a true story. Where I was, this guy comes up to me after a show in Montana, and and he said, hey, can I buy you a drink? And I kind of turned around, and he's wearing an enormous cowboy hat, and he has a glass eye. So I said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) So we're sitting at this bar and he's just, drink. I mean, he's just, it's amazing. Just knocking them back. Just one after I'm not a big drinker mm-hmm. at all, but I'm sipping a whiskey. He's just like bartender, let's do it again. You know? And yeah. And then the longer he goes, it, this is fascinating. And I don't know if this is rude or not. It might be, but the more he's drinking in my head, I'm, I'm thinking we're getting closer and closer to <laughs> right. finding out about this. eye, you know, cause there's gotta be a limit where you just start talking about your eye, mm-hmm. you know? So then he actually said, uh, this is all my, this is the way I told the joke, but it's true. He said something along the lines of, cause I had just talked about how dumb the society is and we need a better education system and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Right. I'd done my left wing hippie show And then he's sitting there with whiskey in him now, and he looks at me and he goes, "My youngest son is probably the dumbest son of a bitch I've ever met." (laughs) And so I just went, "How'd you lose that eye?" (laughs) Because I figured he's had enough now, right? Yeah. And like Peter said, um, he was just—it's—it's almost as if I asked, like, you know, uh, tell me about your truck. Like he was so excited to tell me the story and all of this stuff, and he popped his glass eye out and showed it to me and did these, credit, you know, and he had a pocket with like a... A little uh, um, case with two glass eyes in it, and he could put – For used, count- I Like, was different colors or – Yeah, they have all – that's what he was telling me, and I was – But I just meant, like, why do you have – I mean, a I, I spare,
1: I guess, but like
0: – I guess. But this is I my
1: going out eye. Right, this exactly. This is my,
2: exactly. my going home. out eye. This is my Sunday
1: <laughs>
0: But he told me that they, they make them now with, like – that are they look like an eight ball, and they have joke ones that are fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he said that he said a buddy of mine's got uh, one with a football, whatever Montana, big college is. Or oh something. yeah, I don't even, could, yeah, no. I don't know, but University the, of Montana. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, so you can get them with football emblems in it, you know, and you can get them special made. That sure. It's like, like know, a shifter
1: on your on your car, right? If, if you, you have a decent, you want. if you yeah. have good taste, mm-hmm.
0: you know. All right, so this one, the last one I brought, this is clearly uh, smaller. And I don't know if this is probably for a child. Yeah, it looks like a child. Yeah, Yeah. this is a child's leg. Uh, Now, uh, this, my opinion, this is later than, or or, yes, this is later than both of these. This is a different material. There's probably, again, there's probably wood. It's probably maybe, I mean, that sounds, but it is definitely now covered. If it is wood at all. Right. It's now covered with something that is going to be harder to break. I mean, you could... And probably lighter and, you know, scratch yeah, up. And I mean, consider that first leg's got some serious weight to it, even though most of it is the harness and the metal at the top, right, to strap it on. This one has got the same hinges at the top. It's a much shorter legs for a child. We can get this middle piece out, which is, you so that, know. that's
2: Yeah, so that's the cup, if it's you the will. Cup
0: that, yeah, you set it down in there. Now the foot itself, and you can see where it's been attached. There is wood, you know, but much there's a spongy feel to it, like the whole foot. And then you have the cork in the heel. Again, it, it doesn't have the bend to the toes like the other one. All right, so I, where'd you find that one, sir? I don't remember where I found the child's one. I, I really don't. Um,
2: and and since we haven't covered it yet, and we know, we usually do on episodes. Uh, what's a leg runya, so to speak? Runya, <laughs> come on, ah. look out! I see. I again, I said that and went, oh boy. <laughs> you didn't. See, you didn't I enjoy didn't see that. Going, I didn't see it coming. But did I, you enjoy it a little? A little afterwards. Did it feel good? You know, it I bet. F- f- I felt. <laughs> it felt a little cheap.
1: I bet <laughs> they cost an arm and a leg. And, uh, oh. uh,
0: look at Brent. He loved that one. That was good.
1: And the sad. It's a little kid's leg. And, you and, showed it and you, you know, obviously it was smaller and then you were like oh it's probably kids like i'm like oh man
0: <laughs> yeah it is kind of sad but it's also kind of great
1: oh yeah you know cuz it does seem better than the other two
0: yes i mean you can see a progression you can see we could have stopped at peg leg we could have said there you go you, you know get a, you get a peg you get a peg that's it but we'll we, take
2: it down a peg we, yeah that, that was deliberate and i feel good about that one
0: good we, that's what I like about the uh, wooden legs is every time I do see them in stores, I look at the little details and I think that's, it's really cool that humans do that. We continuously try to make it better. How, what can we do to make it more realistic? And now with AI, we're probably going to make it to where w- we might just want to all lose our legs and get artificial. Yeah, ones. Nice ones. Robot <laughs> they're, legs. They're probably gonna have robot legs and we can fly, you know, and, and all that stuff. Um, I you know I've seen wooden legs for two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks in that area. I did not pay that for those. I and, wouldn't pay that. And are they for those.
2: are they less damaged and and shinier? You know
0: I've seen some that are like they literally look like showpieces, and maybe they were, maybe they you know
1: there's a floor model.
0: Yeah, maybe they were. I mean, they floor they're, model
1: nice. <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to be punny, but yeah, yeah I'm sure. thinking of
0: one right yeah. now that I saw. Uh, I believe it was Pennsylvania or something like that. That was uh, in a glass case. Someone mm-hmm. had it in, it displayed in a glass case. It was c- clearly taken care of. Maybe never used. Right. I mean, you, you know. have
2: to you have to envision. You know, and this sounds you know a little ghoulish, but I mean, this is also medical sales. My father was a medical salesman for years. Right. You know, there are guys coming around with, you know, a a case into the doctor's office, and they're opening up, and here's you know. Here's the you know, here's the fall line. Right. You know, we've just done this improvement, sir, and you know we're going to take out this, you know, never intended to be used salesman's model, you know, for the doctor to look at, and there may be, yeah.
1: If you thought that last one had cushion, just wait till you try this one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you know, trying I mean, to upsell you on, you know, sure.
2: I mean, you know, and it's sort of like, well, that's how medical sales work. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not like, you know, how are you. You know, you try to be sensitive, but at the end of the day, this is a better dialysis machine. Let me tell you why. That's,
0: yeah. Let me tell you why. Yeah. I and mean, you're going to buy it. And, right. You know.
2: And so, yeah, I'm sure you have, you know, salesman models that they bring. Um, or, you know, if you were the company that did it, you know, you're very proud of your latest achievement. You've got it in the reception area under a glass case or something like mm-hmm. that. Um
0: you know, I, I, if I, if memory serves, the last one I bought, uh, last wooden leg I bought, which is not one of the, I, I think I paid forty bucks for it, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I you,
2: mean, and the ones that are, and the ones you're finding are the ones that are, dinged up and whatever, as opposed yeah. to the fancy ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, if I saw a really nice one in pristine shape that had been polished and stained. In 1875, and and no one had ever, you know, if I found one of those for 40 bucks, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. You know, sure, but that's not what I find for that cheap. The majority of them that I see are way out of my price range. So I, you know, in uh, in the 25 years of, I probably bought my first one 25 years ago, you know, and I have seven. Right. You know, so that's. (laughs) I mean, that's <laughs> only seven, sir. Yeah. I mean, that's the number of them that i found that were reasonably priced, you know, 30, 40 bucks. The child one I know was, was very cheap. You know,
1: do you have other prosthetic things like that too? Or is it just, are you just a leg some, man?
0: Yeah. I don't have any arms. Yeah. I don't have any, the do arms. Do you see those? Uh, the arms that I see are like that rubbery. Uh, they're not wooden.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So it's the... kind of like a, a mannequin
0: type. Thing. Yeah. They look like a mannequin okay. and some of them have like a hook at the end with the, that you, you can grab something the, with the thing. The pincers. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I like looking at those thinking I, the same thing about the legs. Look at the, look at what they've done. Look at how they, they've, you know, rigged this up to where you can actually use this hook to, to grab something. Whereas they could have just used it as just that. But then someone thought if we put two, we could open it and actually mm-hmm. grab something. That's awesome. But they are. I don't know what it is, but the arms don't make me want to buy them.
2: Well, in part because they either I'm I'm sorry, I don't I don't know exactly why, but I'm going to take a guess is that, you know, what's interesting about the artificial legs is that they look like feet. They're trying to they're trying to engineer a foot Mm -hmm. and can make it look like a foot. We know we're still not great at with artificial arms and hands making them look like hands you've either got something that's kind of rubbery that's just there to look Profession.
1: close, yeah you know Parents. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah and or you've got something that's practically useful but it doesn't look like a hand mm-hmm. or at least historically i mean you know historically more recently, right more recently yes there you know there, and
0: now i like i i read this article where – you know, the touch now is so that you can feel. I mean, so it's an artificial hand, but they have it wired up to to the brain to where when you, when you touch something, the, it's sending a signal to the brain to tell itself that's cold. Right. But I mean, again, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But can you yeah. imagine, well, sorry to interrupt, but hey. can you imagine this first one over here? Uh, let's say it was 1900. You imagine telling that person with that leg that in 118 years from now, you will be able to feel through a. An artificial leg, that's just incredible. You know, that's the human mind. I love that about it. You know, right? What? What? This is like right now. I'm saying that's incredible, right? That's what I'm saying about when you have an artificial arm and you can touch something that's hot and you're and there's a signal that a computer signal that sends to the brain that says that's hot, what you just touched. So you're aware of it and you, you right. Proceed accordingly. Proceed accordingly. I'm saying right now, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. What they're going to do in 50 years is going to make that seem like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was was neat. But mm -hmm. look at what we, we can do now.
2: Right. But I imagine, especially with arms and hands, you know, how to put it, it's the history of the past 40 years. And there was a lot of, yeah, up until then, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, with with legs, you can sort of see a steady improvement. They're like, oh, they figured out how to flex, and and you know, they're putting in yeah. springs in. Whereas hands was like, uh, you got a hook, we can get your pincers,
1: right? You can paint the nails. Yeah, right. But right. You know,
2: but the but part of it is the hand is so much more complex, multifunctional. Right? I mean, the foot, you know, walk, run. Running's kind of an advanced form of walking, but like we don't need you're not using your feet to pick things up you're not using your feet to you know you you have 5 toes but fuck you know you mm-hmm. don't need 5 toes you could fuse them all together and it would work mm-hmm. pretty well yeah. as opposed to the hand where it's like right you know individual fingers people use yes with the hand in a way that individual
0: toes they might but be nice. it's to harder see. too
2: yeah that's what i mean it's it's a lot harder to it's make a, a lot hand harder yeah. yeah
0: yeah so that's what i really like about these is that this and it won't stop, you know, what they're going to do in 50 years. So it, you're never going to – it, the curiosity of the human mind, it never goes, okay, that's enough. We're done. It never ends. Right. It's just – I don't know. It's really nice.
1: How Do you display those at home?
0: Well, it depends on what you mean by display. How do you keep them? <laughs> well, my friend, well. It's a trunk of horrors. <laughs> yeah. I don't – my house is – I don't, we don't have a lot of guests. No one ever comes over, so I, it's Funny. Not, funny that. What? What?
2: Yeah, no one comes over to see our
1: coffin or collection not, of artificial limbs. They're in, not really
0: displayed. <laughs> I mean, I guess they are. I, I don't know. Because you
1: showed up with them in a box, but I – I you, put I them a, in that box. I have a hard time believing that you keep things in a box. Right.
0: Is it I up? have a lot of stuff in boxes, but not because I you – know, It's because you ran out of place to put I ran them. out of space, yeah. and now I have to
2: – so is there a shelf that like has the array of?
0: No, letters? there's not. No, not. I don't have a shelf that has. So let's see. The the child's one is sitting on top of. Uh, what do you call the the book? I know you know this, Peter. The it's a bookshelf lawyer's bookcase where you you the lid kind of comes up and a, then slides in. Yeah, it's a barrister's book. Barrister's book. book. I is, love is, those.
2: Oh well, we should talk.
0: I love those. I have five. I think five of them or something. They're hard to find cheap, but when I do, you know, I buy them. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's a bookcase where a it's gla- They're glass front. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got a lot of books in there and, and very, coconut and various other things. And then, um, so it, it's sitting. It was sitting when I put it in this box. The child's leg was sitting on on that, next to uh, a thing I did not bring, which is a um, another medical thing. It's the torso of a body. And you plug it in, and there's little buttons next to each little part that you push, mm-hmm. and a voice activated tells you exactly what that is, and it lights up. I don't know where that came from. I mean, I, I bought it in Louisiana, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's if kind it of was, an
1: operation game. It was like
0: operation, but ice. Yeah. clinical. Yeah. Right. So nobody, I,
1: Nobody's actually taking out the... Yeah, yeah,
0: nobody's nobody. nose is lighting up right. when you're nobody's touching it. Right.
2: Nobody's getting, actually taking out the bread basket. Or <laughs> yeah. the so the leg strength. is sitting...
0: The, the child's leg was sitting next to that, not because they're both medical, just because that's where I put it. Mm-hmm. And then next to that was a, an entire jar of rapeseed, which is awesome. I'm walking through a junk shop, and I see a a, a very large glass jar... Uh, of seeds and there it says rape seed on it, and I was like, "What? There's a there's a punchline just sitting here <laughs> on the table." Yeah, this is, and then I Google it and learn there there is rape seed and it's yeah. can, canola oil and. Right. right. They,
2: they just call it canola now to chill people out.
0: Right. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's like, raped just like I was. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Which that, that name has not changed. It's not like in the past 20 years. It's mean, it meant something different. I mean. No, it's an, right? it's, it's an weird. old grain. Yeah. yeah. It's but an grain. it's just old weird grain. that they're like, right. oh, let's name it
0: Rapeseed. Yeah. But I, I was doing a show. I was doing some shows in Canada, and I was driving to the show, and I passed a town that said, Home of Rapeseed. And I was mm-hmm. like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so that you know so in other words you know like the the second one we looked at the one that where the toe bends that was on top of another bookcase um, that has uh, a very old speaker real neat speaker that you adjust the volume on the speaker but there's a door there's a hinged door on the side of the speaker and if you want it to be louder you open the little door and it projects. The thing, if you want to muffle the sound, you huh. close. Yeah, yeah, fascinating little speaker, you right. know. It was next to that, which is next to the cigarette butt house, which is a, 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 it's like a house someone made out of cigarette butts. You glued them all together, and it's a gorgeous, it's a cabin with a porch. Are you kidding? <laughs> They didn't just let's make the most boring cigarette butt house. They made windows and there's a gutter and there's a porch.
2: Wow. They Slaver really
0: country. put yeah. It's, so there you go. That's when so you walking them up the the legs are around. Okay. But they're not, you know,
2: not under glass.
0: Right. But it's like, you Except know, one. yeah. So uh all right. Well, this has been uh, I like this episode, you know. It's yeah. It's good. So thank you, Brent. Thank you for for coming and Peter John Burns. Thank
2: you very much. Check
0: out both of these gentlemen and follow their work. Stuart Huff's obsessive curiosities is an on tour production. Matt Holt producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's obsessive curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.